and welcome everybody it's episode 30 it's the marty broder edition of hat trick hockey Ant here chilling in the studio the boys are on zoom today uh it's gonna be a great day as always this show is brought to you by our good friends over at gl heritage the official beer of hat trick hockey big show today it's rob's birthday rob happy birthday brother (laughs) <laughs> look at him flexing and shit <laughs> oh you look at that you ripped your shirt a little bit there still there still there <laughs> fucking 25 there we go what's going on man i'm fucking loving life i was just crushing some beers with uh ma and uh misty oh yeah you gotta love those two mm-hmm. they're the best they Damn are straight. the best they are the best dude um it's my bad barbed wire tattoo. There you go. <laughs> That's the Bobby tattoo right there. Let's go. <laughs> Rob, first thing before we get anything going, what is going on with that hair, bro? Oh, I, I'm saving it for Mr. Brand Bazaar. Oh, that, that, look at it. a lot of it. Look at this. Jeez. That's more than I could we're ever do. We're going to definitely have him shave it off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Content piece. Easy on the burns. Easy yeah. on the burns, though, bro. <laughs> don't worry. He'll fix you up just right. You don't You don't, don't. have to worry about that, my friend. Well, I know. I've seen his hairdo. I know he knows how to take care of it. Oh, yeah. So, before we get into it, actually, Marty Broder. So I got a few little notes here on Marty Broder. 22 NHL seasons, 1,266 games played, 2.24 goals against, 0.912 save percentage, 691 wins, 125 shutouts. Of course, he scored a goal, right? He's got a goal. Five Jennings trophies for the lowest goals against average. Four-time Vesna winner. Three-time Stanley Cup champion two-time silver medalist at the Worlds, two-time Olympic gold medalist, one World Cup gold, and he went into the Hall of Fame in 2018-2019. Is that good? So is the episode over? (laughs) What a fucking resume Ah, from that guy, eh? What a guy. So, yeah, he is an absolute beauty. So I just wanted to give you a couple little notes there on Mr. Broder. Um, also, we want to give a huge shout out to the fans, to everybody who listens to us. Um, you guys got us to fucking number 98 of hockey podcasts in all of Canada. So that is unreal. You guys are seriously amazing. Trust me, we'll keep making them. <laughs> like, it's all good. We love it. Bro, that's a lot of hockey content, you know, like you figure the whole uh, uh, in all of Canada. Yeah, all of Canada. This is all we do. Hockey. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> we got a couple of baseball teams. Well, we had we had two. Yeah. And now we have one. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But regardless, that's fantastic. Yeah. And thank you so much for everybody that's contributed. Yeah. All of our sponsors and the fans, seriously, you guys. As in what we would say, Rob, what would we say to him? Bunch of buttes. Wow. And if they don't know that by now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll send so, everyone of you a shirt. Yeah. Butte. 
All right. So also speaking of shirts and buttes, our online store is available. Everybody knows this. You can just, we have a link right on our Facebook page. You can just click shop now or shop or something like that. goes right to the link. Also pretty soon we're going to have some new shirts coming out. We're going to also do a couple combo deals as well. So keep your eye on the store because there's going to be some action in there going on soon, Rob. So that should be good. Well, we got Drew taking care of that, yeah? Oh, yeah. Drew is like, Drew's money, man. He's all over it. So look for those coming up soon. Oh. You like my shirt? Yeah. Whiskey River? (laughs) Rob, wearing the wood. Don't flex too much, Rob. You'll rip it. I know. I'm already tearing (laughs) shirts up. (laughs) That's hilarious, man. Oh, before hockey talk. Sorry again, guys. What did you think of the Lions parting ways with Matthew Stafford since we're both Lions fans? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. It, it's tough to say, right? Like you're, you're going to get a better quarterback. I don't know. Like the only thing that I see good coming out of this is that it's less, they're going to get rid of that big salary cap yeah, or uh, quarterback cap, however mm-hmm. you want to put it. Yeah. But you still got to go find yourself a stud. Yeah, because this guy was a stud. I, I loved know. him. I, I really did. I, so did I, I. I thought he was he was top five in in the uh, NFL. Mm-hmm. Dude, so. I have I have his jersey, dude. <laughs> like I've wore it seriously like three times. Like that's it. That's all I've worn. I'll probably just put it up on the wall when we like move, and it'll go up and. Well, you couldn't wear it in the playoffs, so I, I get it. <laughs> So you wore it every three Thanksgivings. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> That's pretty much it, actually. That's hilarious. Good call. All right. On to the hockey, folks. Let's go. So uh, shitty. Hey, wait, nope. though. Yo. It's my birthday. Yes, it is your birthday. <laughs> so, so just, just tell everybody, yeah, it's my birthday. So I do what I want. And I want to thank everybody that posted on uh, the Hatrick Hockey, the Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just a bunch of buttes. Like, yeah. you have no idea how much I, I love. It. And I will find every single one of you and hug you from behind. <laughs> Only you from behind. You won't even see it coming. <laughs> but just let it happen. If my hand goes <laughs> over your mouth, just let it happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking weirdo. <laughs> Rob. Well, oh, if you don't know me, then you don't uh, know I ain't weird. I know. I know. All right. So, um, real quick, we uh, Leafs lost the legend there. George Armstrong passed away at the age of 90. Um, a few little notes on him. He played 21 years with the Leafs, where 12 of those he served as team captain. He had 713 career points. And he was also a four-time cup champ in Toronto. Played there his whole career. Legend. Fucking legend. And, you know, I didn't get to see him because he was a little bit before my time, you know, like being 25 and all. Mm -hmm. It's just crazy that this guy was all about the game, all about his team. Mm -hmm. It had nothing to do with anything else but him for everybody else yeah so so god yeah. bless mm-hmm. rest in peace he was uh yeah definitely a leafs legend for sure 
one thing, Rob. Sometimes we do get we do get shit right once in a while on this show, okay? Once in a while we do get stuff right. You called the uh trade between Columbus and Winnipeg. So Rob, since you called the trade, so what we had here is we had um Winnipeg received Pierre-Luc Dubois and a third round pick and Columbus got Patrick Line and Josh Ruslovic. So what do you think about that, Rob? You hit that right on the head. Well, a clock's right twice a day. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. shit happens. Uh, you know, I I can get shit right twice a day. <laughs> so I, I I think it's a great trade. But from what I understood is that uh, Lion Aid didn't like living in Winnipeg. Too cold. So now he's gonna like living in fucking Ohio. And <laughs> maybe it was too cold for him. Oh, because it's so far away, <laughs> and it, it, it's so much warmer in Ohio. Mm-hmm. That's funny. You know, did did you see the picture where it's like uh, Austin Matthews going number one? Line A two and Dubois three. <laughs> no, but that, I didn't I'll, see that one. I'll, I'll I'll post it on the uh, yeah. Throw it up on, on the our hat trick hockey thing. But it was awesome. But mm. it's crazy though, you know. Like um, you, in all honesty, I think you had better players in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and fuck me, Torch. But who do you who do you think he left a wagon? Yeah, to come to your fucking shithole. Mm-hmm. Who do you think won in this trade? Hands down. Yeah, if like if you had to choose like a clear winner of that fucking trade, who Columbus. Would... Yeah, I, I was gonna say Columbus. That, yeah, for, for sure. Yeah, I agree. I agree a hundred percent on that one. Well, what's Line A going to do? He's going to go to Cedar Point every day? <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Wee! Oh, that's hilarious, man. <laughs> Arms up. Arms up, Pat. <laughs> that's hilarious, man. Um, also, so Joe Thornton is out for four weeks due to a fractured rib. So it was a weird play, eh? It, it didn't look like much. Like Joey, just hit him. Just I'm just saying, Joey, mm. you gotta drink more milk. <laughs> you gotta drink more milk. Yeah, because that shouldn't happen. But you know what? You get them big hockey player asses. Yeah, I could tell you, I got one. <laughs> Junk in the trunk. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can bounce a quarter off it, and they'll fucking <laughs> <flip> your lip. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's funny. Did oh, we uh GL Heritage the love the blondes? Yeah. Blondes are more fun. They are. Especially mine. <laughs> you Total beaut. Also, Matthews left too, eh? But he was in the lineup Sunday in Calgary though. So Okay, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So he plays against Montreal. And he gets fucking hacked, whacked, cross-checked. 
like I'm telling you, you're I don't understand what's going on with the NHL right now when it comes to that cross checks. Yeah. Because they're not calling any of them. Mm-hmm. I have not seen and we get the greatest when it comes down to hockey. The North division is the toughest division. I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I agree. But I'm watching Matthew stand in front of the net, which, you know, and he's tough as nails. Yeah. But Kenny was calling me. (laughs) Hi, Kenny. (laughs) I I, I keep fucking forgetting to shut my phone off. But regardless, he, you know, like you, you can't let these pro guys take hacks and wax like that. Like you have... Two of the toughest fucking defensemen in Montreal whacking on your number one draft pick. Yeah. So where are we? No penalties? Like where he's, they're buckling his knees. Oh, I know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe, uh, well, that's when you should be sending out a guy like Wayne Simmons and say, hey. Where he'll punch your head off your shoulders, yeah. which he said he would. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I haven't mean. seen it yet. Didn't he, get, oh, didn't he already fight against Montreal? Yeah, he did fight. Uh, what, what was He did fight one of the defensemen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and they were down too. And then he'd come back to the bench. Let's go. Oh yeah, he was like yelling. You know, I, I get that, but you still, you know what? I I want you to spend more time in the box than you do on the ice, <laughs> and make everybody scared. Everybody <laughs> should be scared of Toronto. Yeah, they got some big boys. Let's go here, eh, Rob? <laughs> All right, so it's my favorite shirt. Let's go. <laughs> Washington. Did you hear about that shit with Washington? I did not. They got fined $100,000 because four of their players did not follow COVID protocol. Oh, they're smoking doobies in the <laughs> room. Well, they weren't They weren't doing that, but there was four of them in a room. I think there, there might have been more, but it was Ovi, Kuznetsov, Orlov, and Samsonov. So they were all in a room. So now... So I don't, I think there was more than them, but whatever there, there was a bunch of guys in a room and then it ended up where there was a positive case ended up in the room. So how they do is they do a close contact thing. So you either have to miss seven, 10 or 14 days is how they do that. So they're going to miss at least four games. Like, why would you, why would you put like, that's a lot to risk. Like that could hurt your team. Like those guys that are out, those are like they're some of their top players. And was then, Putin in there too? <laughs> no, he, he was not. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? It's I think they were in Buffalo, I want to say, is where they were. Like, so what do you think of that? Well, I it's tough. How, how do you not hang out? Like, you know, me and you have rooms next to each other and, and, and we got the, the open door. You know what I mean? Like, 
The only part I don't get is like these guys are in the locker room together. They're on planes, buses. They're like on the ice at practice, like in the locker, like just they're everywhere together. But then like them hanging out, maybe it's because it was just like a room. It wasn't like a, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how the, what the protocol is for the NHL, Mm -hmm. but apparently is like you stay in your room and that's it. Yeah, that's all. That's how all the sports are right now. That it's, are it's basic. It's it's basically the the bubble, right? So, yeah, pretty much, you do what you got to do, mm-hmm. and, and you know, like I saw that uh, Ovechkin apologized for all of it, right? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> let's be honest. How serious do you think that sounded? Did you hear the quote? I, I don't I, have. Like, uh, I don't have the quote. We're blowing blunts and fucking <laughs> crushing chicks. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, so that was pretty. Did your fucking power just flicker or something? Or did your light just flicker? I don't no, know. bro. Somebody's at the door. Oh. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> you, do you want to It's go fucking through? Val. Is it? Yeah, he's coming to pick up some shit. I. He said he was going to be here at six o'clock, but oh. whatever, whatever. All right. <laughs> a little late, Val. Come on. Also, yeah, he, so, he'll, he'll, he'll pop his head in. Yeah. So Carolina also had to shut down because they had five guys go on the list as well. Um, they also had a few games canceled, but that was just for precautionary reasons. Right. Um, they're actually due to hit the ice uh, on the 28th. They'll be back against the Lightning, I believe. So they had four games get called off. So they're actually like looking after guys like in that. And they haven't had to call a lot of games, really. They are. But you know what? Be responsible. Be responsible. You make fucking bazillions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and the NHL says, this is, this is what we're going by. Mm -hmm. So, so do it. Yeah. You're getting paid. Mad Skrilla. You're you're getting paid. You are. Figure it out. Well, what do you think? Should we, uh, should we flip over to our interview here? Bro, I love this fucking guy. <laughs> and like he he has got to be one of my favorites next to Todd Warner. Yeah. That fucking, you know, that Darren McCarty guy. Fuck that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love that guy too. Yeah. He's a fucking total beaut. Yeah. You know, four-time Stanley Cup champ. If you ain't gonna hear the end of that. <laughs> no. Woo! Woo! <laughs> That's how we do it. So, yeah. in this episode, we have we're gonna drop part two, Scotty Gomez. So everybody enjoy. I was fucking geeking out while I was doing this whole interview. You guys will see that. But all right, Rob, you ready? Yeah, you'll all love right. it. All right, part two, Scotty Gomez. Roll it. And this next episode of Hat Trick Hockey is brought to you by Direct Electric, serving the Windsor Essex County area for all your electrical needs. Call 519-796-8913. That's Direct Electric. Around, around the, the corner, corner around the, the clock. Mm-hmm. Hey, one thing I, that I, I always ask all of our all of our like NHL guests is, who did you score your first 
like NHL goal on? Who was your first goal? Uh, my first goal was against pretty cool too because I was uh, I was a huge Gilmore guy, so I watched a lot of uh, uh, Maple Leafs games. But uh, uh, it was Felix the Cat oh, against boy. the Islanders. Nice. Yeah, and it, it was it was crazy because I think it was like my fifth game, and I think I, I had a I was already getting assists, but I I I must have hit the post. Um, I don't know how many times. Like I, I, I should have scored my first shift ever in the NHL. First shift in Atlanta. I'm on the ice, and boys, I'm not kidding you. I'm right by the net. I'm standing there, shot from the point. Something happens. The rebound comes right to me on my stick. All I have to do is tap it in, and I have my goal. My first shift in the NHL probably led to things where I wasn't going to be a goal scorer. But I either I remember I shanked and I missed, but I was like, oh shit. So. It took like four games and four or five, and we had a two-on-one, me and uh, Sergey Machinov, and I figured he was going to shoot, and he just slid it over, and I wasn't missing that one. And, I mean, that, that was always cool, man. And it's cool to see when guys score the first one because you put it in, it's just uh, – not only are you pumped, and you're scoring the NHL, it's at home, it's a goal, but all the guys are pumped for you too. Like, it's uh, oh, yeah. it, it's kind of neat. And so when you always see it on TV and you see guys that – uh. You know, you see guys that when you played and they got their first goal, that's always a special moment because that's some. Hey, uh, they can never take that away. When, no matter what happens, you, you got a goal in the NHL. Yeah, it took took the words right out of my mouth. On that. I I think their smile is just as big as mine when you know that that the kid just scored there for. Ottawa. Oh yeah, it's, oh yeah, and yeah. he had the biggest smile yeah. and did the celly and and I was just too. like, fuck, man, I I, I was yeah. so happy for him. You know what I mean? Oh, it's, it was it's against my too, and. They end up beating my lease, which I was not happy about. Yeah. But, wow, good for him. You know, like just playing no, it's, it's a special moment. Going right into that and then and then scoring one. And and it was a nice one, like a out of the air one timer off yeah. the just barely touch the ice and clapping. Yeah, see mine mine was like if, if I missed that one, I, <laughs> I don't know what happens. I mean, Chimo put it right. It was one of those he faked uh he faked Pac Man and the D that was right there. And I just was, I, I mean, he put it right on my stick where it was just instinct. But uh, yeah, that was always cool. That was, uh, that was one of, um, it was neat. That night was, uh, yeah, I, it was more of a relief too, just the fact I said it. Shit, it's been four, you know, four or five games now. Like, and I've come close. I'm like, is this going to happen? But yeah, it was, uh, you know, and, and I, I can't remember if it was, uh, if it was under review that, thank God there was wasn't like the cameras are now but i think they like they're checking to see if, if i was offside oh. so now that i score i think there was a kind of there was a kind of before they made the announcement it was kind of like you know was it you know the linesman and them had to get together but yeah it was, it was good so i'll take it and i ran with that that's oh. so awesome <laughs> imagine that well fuck it based a lot yeah i mean that's uh yeah you don't want that because that's there's no worse, worse feeling when you gotta wait and it gets taken away so you've been in the league while well, you were in, like, you were there for a long time. You've had to have heard, I love asking guys, what's the best chirp you ever heard? Oh, man, I heard some, uh, well, I, I still think the funniest were, like, it stopped. It stopped, uh, it stopped, like, everyone on the ice was dying, laughing. And it's like, uh, it's, <laughs> it's uh, uh, Dano, Ken Danico would be in front of the net, or whatever, and you know he he's just abusing a guy, just just and he got a penalty, and he yells at Billy McCree. He's like, he's snapping, he's just snapping on on Billy, and he's like, you can't call that, you fucking can't call that, you can't call that Billy. And Billy's like McCree's like, 
Daniel, get the it was either Devo or Oscar or, or and he's like, Daniel, get the fucking get the fuck in the box. He's like, and they're skating to the box. And he's like, and it's still by the by the rink. So guys are right there, still by the by Marty. And Daniel's yelling, he's like, You can't call that. You can't. It's not my fault. I'm the fucking strongest man in this league. It's not my fault. And he's like dead serious. And fucking Mercury, like Marty's dying laughing. I'm like, we're, but the other team's dying laughing. And the only guy that's not laughing is Dano, because you know he's a brother of mine now. Like that. But once you get to know Kenny, he, he ain't lying. He he's actually telling. He's actually believing it that he's. You can't call that. I'm the strongest man in the league. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. But there was a uh, one time. One time uh, and this guy's one of the best teammates of all time. Is Glenn Metropolitan. And Metro would net Metro don't get he don't get rattled or anything. Just he's just a beauty. And we're we're in Montreal and he's I think it was Brian Allen from uh, Florida. We're by Florida's bench, you know, power play. And Metro starts chirping someone or says something. And it was so odd because until it happens to you, like whatever you don't and, and someone yells, he goes, Hey Metro, why don't you or, like Hey, Metro, let the fucking kids play. Get off the ice. Meaning like he's old. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't that bad, but for some odd reason, Metro fucking took that to heart. So we get back on the bench and Metro's like, but did you hear that? Did, did you hear what he said? Like, you don't think I'm too old. And it was like, fuck Metro. He didn't mean like, he didn't, but like, and this guy doesn't get rattled by anything. And Metro got rattled by that. It was like, yeah, but there was some good, I mean, yeah, there was guys that like, you know, I was pretty good at keeping your own, but uh, there were some guys that just, they shouldn't talk like someone would say something and you're like, no, you, you shouldn't talk. That made no sense. And that, you know, like that's our, like someone told me one time they're going to kill me. I'm going to kill you. And I kept going at it. And finally I just stopped him. I'm like, okay, you know, if you kill me, you probably go to jail for the rest of your life. There's 18,000 people here. They're going to see like work on your line. Like, you're going to kill me. Like, what is that? Like, I'm not, I'm not going to die here, brother. Right? So yeah, I mean, there's, there's some guys that needed help. That's for sure. What chirps they were saying. Holy shit. Did you ever uh play against like Steve Ott and guys like that? That uh so like- it's funny, like it's funny when you play against like uh like I it was one of those on the Chicago thing too. Like, well, the first time I played against Aves. Aves was just oh Sean I'm, I'm lined up against I'm lined up against Sean Avery and he's just going at it, chirping, chirping, chirping. He's you know, I don't know what he's saying to me, he's trying to get on, you know. And I just I was getting ready to take a face off and I I just backed off the face up and I just looked at him. I was like, Hey man, like I smoke pot too. Chill out, dude. And he kind of looked at me and he just, <laughs> and he just, and that was the end of that. I was like, dude, go get someone else. Like, what, like, fuck, like it ain't going to bother me. Um, uh, Otter. So Otter, when you play against Otter, I was kind of more of a, I was already been in the league a while. So when you play against Otter though, and it's so funny because we played later on in my career, played with him a little bit and he became a great friend. Like, he is one of the best, if not one of the – I know I say it a lot, but he's one of the greatest teammates ever, ever. That guy is – that guy is uh, is, com- is comical. But, yeah, when you had to go against Otter for the first time, it was like, what the fuck, man? Shut up. Like, yeah. But I never let it get on her skin. But Otter, he could get on a guy's skin with the best of them. That's, there's no doubt about it. I, I really loved when um, Tavares went back to uh, the, the island – and uh, the Islanders fans just fucking roasted him, like. And then Avery went on his, uh, uh, what do you call it, podcast or whatever oh, he, he did. He, he ripped the Islanders fans. Uh, I mean, calling, calling the city like a 
the butthole, <laughs> a bunch of dirt bags. <laughs> oh my oh yeah, god! Well, I mean, it's it's Dave's ain't scared to say anything, but no, I'd say I think I think I think uh, JT understood. He knew it was gonna happen. And plus, for sure, it probably got worse for him that they were, the game was at the Coliseum. Yeah, because it was in Brooklyn, it'd probably be a little different. Like you know, with that rain, I mean, their fans are right on you. Yeah, I don't care what anyone says. Uh, you go back for that first time. It's you know, you can build it. You can. You can quiet it all out, but it's, it, I mean, they, they, they were on them. I mean, they, and it just showed you also how uh, passionate the Honor fans were. I mean, it's it good for the fans. I mean, at least they showed they cared. But yeah, JT, I mean, it was, you know, you, you knew it was coming, and, and that's, that's, that's fine. I mean, those are one of those games you just, you don't want no whistles. Just, you want, you want this game to go as quick as it can to get the fuck out of there. Hey, so I was talking to our buddy there last night, uh, Darren. McCarty and Darren told me to ask you about the uh donkey in Russia. Can you fill us in on that? Oh fuck. <laughs> I think it was more of a mule. But, uh, yeah. okay, but he, he so me we go to ask him about got, the donkey in Russia. Oh uh, me and him are just he just did one of my story times and um we we, we started dying laughing because what happened was is that um we go to Igor Larionov's retirement game in Russia. It was during the lockout. So this thing was, I mean, guys, I can't even explain. I mean, me and Mac were still just dying, like how first class this was. Like they flew us all down first class. Igor flew everyone down first class. We go to Russia. It's the equivalent of going with like probably Michael Jordan anywhere. And I mean, probably even bigger. I mean, that's how big like him and Fatisov and some of those guys are. So we're there and me, Pandolfo, I think Marty, Marty Broder got invited. He wasn't there yet, but it was basically me and Jay. I think El, Patty Elias got invited too, but he wasn't there. But it was me and Jay were the only like devil, non Red Wing guys, really. And that was a, you know, that's a close unit of group guys. And, uh, and Mac, I think he wasn't drinking. He wasn't drinking. And, uh, but anyway, he kind of took us in. Like we were kind of the outcasts. But anyway, they, so we're hanging out with the Red Wing guys. Me, uh, Mac, Draper, I don't know, Malpy was there. Uh, La Pointe, and we're, we're bellied up at this bar. We have to go to this uh, the first night of event, and thank God, thank God it didn't happen. But you know, it's Moscow, Russia. There's this guy doing a performance. It's not a performance like that, but like there's this mule there, and they're take people are taking pictures, and I don't know the mule's doing tricks or whatever. And we've had a couple in us, and I think there's a picture we we can't find, it, but me drapes. I think me drapes are on the on the mule. We're getting pictures. Um, you know, and what happens is we convince the guy, we give the guy money. We're like, I mean, Mac, I, I don't I think it's probably his idea. He's like, we should walk into this event with you on the mule. And I was like, fuck yeah. Like how funny, maybe it's not, but how funny would that be? Like, let's do it. So dude, we're walking with this fucking mule down the street. We pay this guy off. And you know, some hits you sometimes in life where maybe that ain't the best idea to do. And I don't know. Cause it hit us right then and there, but we were like, I don't know if we should walk in with the fucking mule or this fucking donkey mule or whatever, because I don't know if Iggy would like, this might be bad. And we, we give the guy the money. And we're like, yeah, we probably shouldn't do this. Like census came in and fuck when we walked into this place. I mean, we probably would have been at, we probably would have been, if we would have walked in with the mule, we would have probably been, uh, our tickets, uh, the KGB probably would have got us out right there. <laughs> I really the phone home right away. Oh dude. Cause it was, it was, it was that night. It would be like walking into like the White House with the fucking mule. Like it was just, it was that like, and we just, me and Mac remember looking at each other and like, holy shit, thank God. Like, thank God <laughs> we didn't even attempt to do it. Cause I mean, it was just, 
I mean, I'm sure the story doesn't do it justice, but if, if you saw how tanked we were, or I was, and, and I mean, we thought it was a good idea. We thought it was a good idea, but uh, no, that would have that would have not been good. Let's put it that way. Every great story starts out with "Hold my beer." Yeah, yeah, and or yeah, well, no, that did we be doing this? Yeah, well, I mean, that's right. When we got to the door, like I don't know if someone looked at us or something, but it was like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't do this. Like this, it it went from us laughing for about two blocks with this fucking mule to like getting to the door and like, no. oh yeah, some something inside was like, this no, this is not a good idea, and and once. We walked in. It was like, like, oh man, it was a sign of relief. Like, thank God it didn't happen. Like, <laughs> I don't think he would have liked that too much. Scotty, how did how did you get invited to that? I I played with uh, when I was honored. I played with uh, Eagle Ariana. He was with the Devils, and uh, I just gotten a I just gotten my own seat on the bus. So I'm chirping everyone like, yeah, motherfuckers, you know, I, I'm I'm in the back. I finally got my own seat. And uh, cause I'd always share with someone, but, uh, and, uh, Iggy just got traded and, or not traded, he signed with us and Iggy, uh, gets on the bus for the first time, comes to the back where I'm sitting, basically looks at me like, no, move over kid. I'm like, so all the boys loved it. Cause I was just telling everyone, yeah, that's right. My own seat. And then what are you going to say to Igor Leonov? I'm like, fuck, oh, but <laughs> yeah. let me get out of your way. Yeah. <laughs> that would be in the greatest thing I, I learned. I learned, oh man, I, I almost was like, here, do you want this seat to yourself? Like fucking, no, he, uh, I was awesome. I heard this, I got to hear stories about, you know, old days in Russia. Um, he just be like a mentor to all of us. He was, it is true that we talk about one of the classiest uh, individuals ever. So we became good friends. And then uh, Pandolfo was, you know, me and him, or that's my boy. So we were, uh, we became really close with Iggy. And he told us, he's like, next year, there's going to be a lockout. And we were like, there is. And he's like, it's going to go on for the whole year. And he's like, you two are invited to my uh, retirement game in Russia. And it's still, still not only an honor, but it's still one of the greatest trips ever. And all the guys that, uh, that we went, yeah, we can't talk about it because it was just so first class. Uh, and wow. What an incredible, what an incredible week. What was your, what was your rookie party? Like I was going to ask that too. <laughs> um, rookie party was in Phoenix. Uh, the only problem about Phoenix is the, the, the bars close early. Like it's, they close at like one or two. So anyway, but so you go to dinner, you, uh, you, you know, I, I knew, I knew my credit cards were going to work because I, I, I think that that's going to go at because Marty, their limit, it all goes by a guy's limit. So I don't think anyone was higher than five grand. So that was our limit. So I think I even brought a check. I had like a check with me and I just, so anyway, um, yeah, you, you're in there and, uh, you know, I'm glad I didn't get too wasted in the beginning. Cause guys are like, enjoy this. I don't know what to say, but, but yeah, you get the guy, the odd guy is ordering, you know, eight bottles of crystal. It's like, do we really need that? Whatever. You just, you sit there and enjoy it. But afterwards, yeah, the festivities were pretty fun, but it's like anything, any guy that will tell you every rookie meal, unless you have the wine and everything set up perfect on what, I mean, the, the greatest thing after is to watch the guys argue about the bill. Cause you got some drunk hockey players arguing with the managers of like, you know, some high end steakhouse that, you know, and, and each guy's got a different way. Well, this should be charged. It's like, you have like a great five education. What the fuck are you like? It just kept going and going. It was like, come on, let's go. Let's get out of here. It's time to go. Uh, time to go party. But yeah, the next, uh, the next day is uh, your rookie party or the practices. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, depending on your coach, but just the fact you got to get up and, 
I think Larry was so great that, I mean, I think Larry is Robbie still, but I mean, we did like three laps around the rink. and was like, okay, get off. But um, yeah, I mean, it was, it wasn't that crazy. I mean, I've heard of other crazier ones, but it was a great time. I mean, you do get, uh, you do get to taste some, uh, some, some wine and everything that, that you normally wouldn't order in a restaurant, but Oh, that, that, that was uh Robbie Fritoric, right? The, the coach. Yeah, Robbie was uh yeah he, he got fired at the end yeah Rob, Rob Robbie I mean he was the coach but uh, the next day at practice we uh depending on your coach because one rookie meal we were in L A we had Peppers and same thing we just thought we were gonna go to the rink and do a couple laps and fucking Burns he put in practice it, it was uh it wasn't good but was, uh, we uh we went on the we went out west like on a seven game. Which, and we left losing streak because I think that, you know, I think practicing after that, you know, a good idea. Like, I mean, you, you see guys just, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, some guys can't handle their own the next day of practice. And, and because you don't really think you're going to practice, but we, we end up having a fucking, um, a good, a good bag session. That's for sure. Is there like, like any of those, like later on in your later years in, like there that got a little out of hand? Like, you don't have to drop any stories. Is there any that got, no, we have. Uh, we got it. Yeah, we one one once in Tampa. We got a little out of hand. Where uh, where I don't know. Like it got to the point where it wasn't out of hand because we were pretty. But you know, like I think it put it this way: the manager uh, was pissed off because I don't know. He he probably wasn't used to. I mean, no no one was rude or anything. It just a couple guys were wasting when he got in there. The manager was just kind of he didn't really realize that we were in the room by ourselves. Like, leave us alone. Like he was trying to play cop. Maybe a couple guys told him F off, whatever. But he, uh, he ended up calling. He thought he was calling uh, Larry Robinson, the coach. And he ended up calling Lou Lamarillo. (laughs) So Lou found out. So we had to like, there was like four or five of us that had to go back the next day and apologize to this guy. And this fucking tool bag sat us down and we got like reprimanded by, and not that it's wrong, I mean, he's a manager, but he was talking to us like we were like in kindergarten, like telling us how to act. And it was just like, fuck off, buddy. You got like, a finger you know, wagon. Like, <laughs> yeah, but no, no, that wasn't from Lou. Lou wasn't on the trip. It was the, yeah, we got a finger wagon by some fucking pigeon that we're like, all right, dude, we get it. We're, you know, and, and granted, and, and granted, we just, uh, and granted, sorry, but we just, uh, I mean, we just dropped, 20 grand in the place like chill the fuck out but yeah but uh yeah lou lou wasn't too happy about that and we we had to um we we definitely had to win the next game in tampa that, that's for sure are you looking to hire a photographer check out windsor's own melissa Fay photography with affordable and professional services ranging from lifestyle newborn to weddings and any of life's important events in between mention hot trick hockey and enjoy 10 percent off any service find her on social media as melissa Fay photography and there he is, folks, Mr. Scotty Gomez, Carlos, <laughs> shall we say? That fuck, I, dude, I had so much fun during that interview. I didn't realize that I kept be like that. I kept saying, "Gotta ask you." I was like, "Well, every question's a gotta ask questions when it's Scotty fucking Gomez, right?" <laughs> I didn't even realize he's like, "Bro, just stop, just stop saying it. Gotta ask you. Just ask the question." I'm like, "Sorry, man." <laughs> like. I'm geeking out interviewing you here. Fuck. 
<laughs> he's a total beaut, eh? Yeah, he was awesome, man. So thank you, Scotty, and thank you, Darren McCarty, once again, because Darren hooked us up with Scotty. So huge shout out to Darren as well. Um, so <laughs> on that note, I want to ask you like one little thing, Rob. Who is the team who's kind of like shocked you so far? Like who's the team uh, that made you uh, go Ottawa? Yeah, like. That team that made you go, whoa. Well, Ottawa fucked my lease, right? Yeah, they did. For me, man, it's Montreal. Like, you know what I mean? Montreal's 4-0-2, 29 goals for, 18 against. So there's fucking – they're up 11 goals. Well, in the green, 11 goals. But they just – all their big guys are scoring, man. So, Druan's one and five for fucking six points. Uh, Tyler Toffoli right now, oh, my God, is going off in Montreal right now. He's got eight points already. Like, they're firing on all cylinders, man. Um, Jake Allen's been good there, too. He's got a over 900 save. Um, it's just – I don't know, man. They're – they're my team right now in the fucking north, man. They're just, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens down the stretch here. Maybe when the Leafs get a little more like healthier, but with Leafs aren't, they're not far behind, but they're 4 0 2 right now. The Habs, who's your flop? Like, who's your team who's like, what the fuck is going on right now? Hmm. Uh-uh. I don't know that I have one. I, no. you know, like uh, like when it comes right down to it, like, uh, for fuck you, my lease, I'm telling you, they're <laughs> winning the cup, <laughs> bro, bro. I'm telling you, they they're winning the cup. Do you just have like, that they're, feeling? They're, they're so impressive. Matthews gets hurt. Um, Joe Thornton gets hurt. What do the Leafs do? They come out and win. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and then they go and beat fucking Calgary and pardon my French. (laughs) They go and beat Calgary and and I don't know. I'm I'm just so impressed. I'm so impressed. Do you just have, is it like do you just have that like feeling in your gut? I told you that before. Like yeah. I, I want to say like last interview mm-hmm. when we talked about it, uh, like these guys are the real deal. I think they are too, man. And I'm a fucking like wings fan, like, you know, but Toronto is, they are good, but they just got to maintain, like, you know what I mean? They got to stay healthy. That's going to be the key. Okay. So let me ask you this, Ant. So, uh, you you have all your divisions. You have your North Division, which mm-hmm. that's all I've been watching. I haven't I haven't watched any other hockey. That's all I've watched. Outside like, of the wings, like Scotty Gomez said, every night is Saturday night. That is true, right? Yeah. So, let's bring it right back to it. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is coming out of? This division. How many teams? Like three or whatever? No, no. Who's coming out of the oh, north? Oh, who's coming out? Oh, who's coming, who's out, of coming out of the north? Oh. That's all I'm asking. 
I don't give a shit about any of the other oh, ones. Uh, no, 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 no. That's it's it's a it's a great question. It's also kind of a loaded question too. But For if sure I had if if I had because I know you, how much you like the the, the Montreal. I do like the Habs, but if I had if I was if I had to bet on it, if I had to put money on it, and it's by how things are going, the moves they made, just everything overall. As much as I hate to say it, I'm picking the Leafs to come out. So you know what I mean. I just like, and I'm not a Leafs fan, but I watch the Wings all the time. Obviously, I'm a huge Wings fan, but. Outside of that, the North is all I've watched. <laughs> me too. Like that's all I've watched. Just the games. Bro, me always, too. The games are the games are always good. And of course, being a Wings fan, I watch every Red Wing game. Okay, I do. Anyone I can watch, I watch. But like, if they're not on or the game's over or whatever, I'm watching the North Division all the time. So, yeah, man, that's what I would have to say. So I'm sure that's probably the answer you. <laughs> Cause you knew, eh? Like this motherfucker is gonna say Toronto, and I know he's gonna say Toronto. So that's why Rob's like, I'm gonna ask him. Well, you have to. And going back to what I said, the team that I think is a flop is Vancouver right now. Cause they should be way better, way better. They're just like, dude. One of their guys, one of their top guys, is a minus seven. No, it was Quinn Hughes. Quinn Hughes is minus seven. Patterson is fucking terrible right now. He's got two points. He's got a goal and an assist. He can't can't figure shit out. He's young too, but you got to play through that shit, man. Right? Like you got to just hope you just play through it and you'll get a bounce and then everything opens up. Floodgates open. But in all honesty, you're playing in the toughest division ever. Mm Mm-hmm. 100%. I agree with you. So... So also speaking of the guys in the north. So as I'm doing the notes and and stuff for this show last night, so I'm like working and I have it to where I could look past my like screen and I got my overhead thing there, right? So I'm like watching a game and I'm like typing something out or whatever. And I'm like, I looked up and there was like three seconds left in the game. I'm like, oh, that game's going to overtime. It was the Oilers and the Jets. So I'm like, okay, the game's going to overtime. I look down, I start typing again. I hear score. I look up and they're showing the like replay and everything that sick bastard uncle Leo okay scored a goal with 0.7 seconds left to go in the third fucking period. dry side <laughs> so like he's a dirty dog so yeah I was like are you it reminded me of who was it last year in the playoffs was it Kadri who scored that goal like almost at the buzzer I think it yeah. was him, right? Yeah. So that's – I was just like, wow. Like, that's pretty – it was insane, dude. It was just like a last-minute or last shot on net, man. It just found found its way through, I guess. Um, moving on from that, guess who's coming back on Saturday against Washington? David Pasternak is back. After he had hip surgery on September 16th, he had surgery. And it's also going to be the same game that Big Z will play against Boston. That's on Saturday. So that should be interesting. How do you think that will go? If you had to pick a, a like winner on that, Rob, who wins it? 
Washington, it's Washington versus Boston. Washington and Boston. Chara's first game versus the Bees. I think he's going to feel bad. Uh, why? Uh, the, the guy he is. Yeah, true, but. Then he's again, not going to play as hard as, you know. I bet like, he does. You think so? Yeah. Maybe it's a fuck you. You wanted to give me a like limited role or you didn't want to sign me or whatever. Could be one of those too, right? And then they just keep it all hush hush. So nothing looks bad, right? Yeah, it could be a go fuck your hot guy. Yeah, like you know what I mean? So we'll see with that. So the Dallas Stars come out of they had everything shut down because of like COVID stuff. They had everything shut down. They're finally allowed to play. They come in the first two games they play against Nashville. They smash them seven nothing the first night, and then then a few nights later they beat them three to two. So it looks like they picked up right where they left off. No. Yeah, for sure. Like so that was pretty crazy. I was. Just what like, did wow. you think about uh, Corey Perry? What happened? I didn't see it. That that he potted one. That he what? He potted one. What do you mean? He potted a goal. Did he? Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't see it, man. Yeah. I he got one. Him. He got one. Uh, it was his. Uh... <laughs> It was what? A couple of people moved some shit out of my house. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Corey Perry ended up burying one for 750000 mm-hmm. Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, so, here, real quick before we, uh, before we uh, kind of wrap her up here, I'll give you kind of 20 cool f- – cool NHL facts that I bet you we fucking probably never knew about. Okay. Well, there's I, a... know, I, I bet you I know 19 of them. <laughs> okay. Did you know that the San Jose Sharks, when they freaking came in the league, they were almost, <laughs> I, I was laughing when I read this. They were almost called the rubber fucking puckies, the rubber puckies. Isn't that? F- I was like, I did, I did not know that. that? Yeah, that was weird. Also, number 19, the Toronto Maple Leafs in 1962 when they won the cup, the Stanley Cup got thrown into a bonfire. Did you know I that? I did know that. You did Oh, you did know that one? Yeah, yeah. I figured you're a freaking Leafs guy, right? You shouldn't you should know that. Number 18, the Pittsburgh Penguins used to have a real penguin as a mascot. I did not know that. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Number 17, Gary Bettman is the first ever NHL c- commissioner. He's been there since February 1st, 1993. That's pretty nice. Say that again. Gary Bettman was the first NHL commissioner. The other guy that you're thinking of had a different name. It wasn't commissioner. He's been the only one with that title. And it's been since February 1st, 1993. Fuck you, Gary. (laughs) 
Also, did you know that the first outdoor game happened in the, in the desert in 91 LA and the Rangers played in Vegas? That's awesome. Also, number 15, Mark Messier brought the cup to the strip club. But he did it twice. <laughs> so Mark having a good time, I guess, after he won the cup. Did you know this one kind of shook me to my core? There's a disaster draft. So you're probably wondering what the fuck is that, right? So what that is, is if something happens, if something tragically happens to a NHL team or five or more guys are killed. So that team would then, they can take guys from other teams and actually pay them with a insurance fund. So once the roster has a goalie and 14 guys, there's then another draft that is unaffected by earlier selected that could be held. So in each NHL team can save one goalie and 10 skaters. I believe it is. Isn't that fucking weird? Like if something ever happens, they can just pick guys from, from each team. That's weird, dude. Number 13. Did you know people that work in the front office of NHL teams can be traded? You could, okay. Let's say you could trade for Scotty Bowman to work in your front office. That's awesome. Like it'd be like uh, management. Mm-hmm. I know it's nuts, man. But imagine a trade of management people. Like that'd be weird. Also, number twelve, the Buffalo Sabers once drafted a non-existent person. <laughs> Not even joking. I don't understand. They've drafted somebody that was a non-existent person. That person never, they didn't exist. I don't know, man. I didn't read up on it. I was just scamming the facts, bro. And it was inside. I was like, what the fuck is that? Uh, Buffalo Sabres slack drop dead Fred, like, or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like something like that. Daddy, would you like some sausage? <laughs> it's weird. And number 11, um, Seattle's already had an NHL team. In 1974, they had a team. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Say that again. The city of Seattle, they've already had a team in 1974. Seattle's already had a fucking team. Number 10, the Oilers and the Leafs almost traded cities. Bet you didn't know that one, did you? That's pretty crazy. How do you mean you, you, you trade cities? They, took the, they almost took the teams and swapped cities. Oh, like here. My so the Leafs would be in. What year? In, what year? I, I didn't. I, I don't know what year. It was a long ass time ago. I know that. But yeah, they almost took the teams and swapped the cities. It, must, it had to have been a long time ago, dude, obviously. Um, number nine, there is multiple, multiple spelling mistakes on the cup. 
Number eight, a team from Yukon once challenged for the Stanley Cup. In 1905, the Klondike Gold Rush challenged the Ottawa Hockey Club for the Cup. Number seven, the injured goalies rule, but we already know about that one, eh, Rob? Well, I've seen seen some stuff. (laughs) So we we just won't even talk about that one. No Um, one talk about it. A long time ago, the Rangers, this was like – early early years but they were once owned by a mobster his name was thomas duggan he once owned the rangers number five ten goalies have scored goals that's pretty nuts number four there's only one guy who's ever played in the nhl who has wore the number zero number three canadian teams pay their teams and or pay their guys and it American money. Isn't that kind of weird? Number two. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Seven, seven teams have never had a first overall draft pick, and that would be Carolina, Minnesota, Nashville, San Jose, uh, the Canucks, Flames. And but that was and all it was also there was two there was like the Hartford Whalers as well and Minnesota North Stars so that's where they got the like seven from. Um, also, the officials rule. This is the craziest rule I've ever seen in hockey. If all the officials can't finish the game, okay, and that's two refs and the linesmen. If they can't finish the game, each team assigns one guy to be a ref. Did you know that? I did not. If all officials can't finish, that means every ref is hurt. They can't finish the game. So what they do is they take one guy from each side, the team who's the home team is the ref, and the team who is the visiting team is the linesman. Isn't that weird? That's yeah, not it's crazy as fuck, eh? So to wrap up the show, seeing that it's your birthday, I – thought it'd be kind of cool to look up some guys who have the same birthday as you that have played in the nhl so dallas stars head coach rick bonus it's his ricky bonus yeah ricky bonus i really like that guy essa tikkanen played 877 games in the nhl it's his birthday today and another bob as in sweeney he played 639 games in the nhl and fucking absolute total butte and legend, Chris Chelios. His birthday is today. He played 1,651 games, three-time Stanley Cup champion. That is a total butte. And so, that's something we need to talk to fucking uh, – We're going to talk to Mac on that one. Yeah, for sure, the D. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get him on here with us one day. Hopefully one day we will definitely get him. Rob, seeing it's your birthday, man. Honestly, buddy, happy birthday. Love having you on this show with me, man. You're a fucking total beaut. And uh, we'll keep this shit rolling, brother. And fucking, what do you say we go crush some beers? It's my birthday! Don't flex too hard, kid. You'll rip your shirt. I already told you that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I really like this shirt, too. I know. That's why. Don't fucking rip it, man. You're going to rip it. 
But all right, everybody. I love it. I want to say thank you to everybody. Like, uh, everybody that gave me that shout out. And uh, I I just, you know, you you have no idea. We do this all for you. Exactly. It has nothing to do with me. Has nothing to do with it. No. It has everything to do with all y'all. Yeah, we we just so you know. And don't like we we love doing this. I love doing this. This is so fun. I love it. It's a good time. It's you know times where I can sit here with you and we can shoot the shit about hockey. We could crush a couple beers, and fucking just go in the top one hundred. Like what the fuck? Why not? Right. Well, hey. Just remember, all y'all can get us to the top 25. Yeah, you so could. If you all want you- to do that, mm-hmm, you could. Just keep it up. Yeah, just keep doing you know, what you're doing. And everybody. I'd love to be in the top 25. Me too. I would love that, especially coming from this area, right? Like this area is like, nobody really realizes how great this area is when it comes to hockey. Like how many like absolute legends have came out of this area when it comes to hockey, bro, we're the best when it comes to the top 25. We're the hub. We are. Yeah. It's great. It's great. It's great. And honestly, like, I don't know. It's, it's been amazing. It's been an amazing ride. Let's get a big push here. Let's move the boys up the list. Guys, recommend us to your friends. Anybody, any butte, as we would say in your life, recommend the boys. Tell them, listen to the show. Give us a try. We're we're a good time. (laughs) It's all good. On that note, Ant and Rob, we're going to sign off here. We're going to go have some birthday beers with Rob here. So until next week, everybody, we'll talk to you. See ya.